This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, and it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin, and I wanted to turn our attention to former Dallas Cowboys Swiss Army Knife and current DallasCowboys.com, Isaiah Steinbeck. How's it going today, man? You know, all is well, man. How about yourself? Fantastic. Glad to talk to you again. Uh, I know it as we get closer to the end of the season, we'll have a lot more to get into. This uh, Packers game, I want to kind of wrap that up real quick. And we'll move on to the Vikings a little bit. What when you come to how to fix this defense and the run stop? What do you want to see more of from them? Man, uh, interior defense alignment—they have to do a better job of just carrying out their assignments, man, and actually not getting moved back off the ball. They need to get more penetration. And then I'm going to say on the on the exterior, we need more run support from the secondary. I think one of the one of the reasons why teams feel so confident now trying to go out to the edges is everybody's asking about you know oh well, well we're not we're not gaining you know run support on the edges Mike is not getting on the edge and D Law and it's like no nah, that's not the case these guys are getting outside and trying to force things back in but when you have a 330 pound guard and a 330 pound tackle coming out and kicking you towards the sideline it doesn't matter that you were trying to force everybody inside so you need a, a more intricate force by the cornerbacks you need the safeties coming up and actually making tackles and not just hitting so you know when you think about run defense is yeah most people think about the interior defensive line they think about the front seven but this secondary has to has to step them in and take a bigger role as well that is a really savvy point how much do you feel like frequently secondary players take pride in ability to stop the run because we feel like a lot of those contracts get paid off of you know pass breakups interceptions win percentage and all of that how much pride do they take in stopping the run Man, it depends on the individual. And, you know, and I think that the cornerbacks who are more willing, because it's not about a capability. It's always about willingness. You know, you think thinking one of the first guys that come to my mind is Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah, he talks a lot. He does a great job in coverage. But what is one of the things that he does that changes the dynamic of that defense? He comes up and runs support. He'll come up and hit you in a heartbeat. So when you have cornerbacks on both sides of the field that are more than willing, along with being capable to come up and have a physical force on the edge, now all of a sudden those guys, those are typically the guys that are left for the running backs. Right? Normally they're left out of the blocking scheme. Um, the receivers are going down and blocking off safeties typically, and then you have these guys running back saying, hey, we'll leave the cornerback for you. Well, if you have cornerbacks who are coming up and actually having an impact in that running scheme, that running that run uh, run defense, and they're actually keeping guys at bay at the line of scrimmage, now all of a sudden offenses lose their advantage in a running game. So, along with the front seven being more effective with their with their roles, I think if this secondary can come up and start showing willingness to come up and make big plays, I think that you will see a, a step up in their run defense uh, as, as, in, its, in its entirety. 
I'm kind of I'm kind of looking across this a little bit. I've always felt that Jordan Lewis never made a business decision whenever it came to hitting somebody. <laughs> like that was it. Always seemed like he was a guy who was willing to do that. And I'm not saying that yeah. Bland is not, but are you kind of like looking at? Are you looking at Diggs? Are you looking at uh, Joseph? Is that kind of just that an entire cornerback group together then? You know, I would say Joseph when he first came in, but since he came in, what, what, what has he been primarily doing in terms of his contributions to the team? Special teams. Special teams, right? So now you're seeing a totally different Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph now is coming in, flying in, throwing his body around. So I'm not looking at him when he probably was the weakest link at that. Now he might be one of the strongest. I'm looking more at, at Trayvon. Mm. You know, I think Tra- Trayvon, I think he's an amazing cornerback in coverage. Obviously, we know he can take the ball away. He can guard a man, man to man. I wish they would allow him to shadow more. But when it comes to the running game, you do not see him throwing his body around and coming downhill. He's usually shying away from office alignment. And I know that there's a risk in throwing your body at office alignment's knees, but one of the things that you make them hesitate at is now coming at you with aggression. If you shoot them at their knees, they're going to be more concerned about getting injured than they are going to be about blocking you. And when you do that, you're able to keep containment because now those run. Oh, no. Where was he? That was in the midst of an amazing answer. He's yeah. really good at this. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back to Isaiah in just a moment. Joey. Do you think Trayvon Diggs ran interference yeah, right there? He and he's like, hey, yeah, but not pass interference in Green Bay, obviously, because they don't call that late in the game. So we're gonna have him call back real quick and see if we can get that taken care of. But man, so that's it's interesting to see. Like that's where you're saying, hey, we need that extra help to take care of it, man. We need these other guys. To fill these, these 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 spots with us. All right, it's and team it, it's team effort. And it looks like we've got Isaiah back, and you're in the midst of an outstanding answer. I think we got most of it, but if there's anything else you want to add there, no, I'm not sure where I got cut off at. I apologize, but I was just saying, if you have cornerbacks who are willing to come up and be that run stopping force and chop down um, these trees we call off as alignment, now all of a sudden these running backs have to now cut back up into the inside of the defense, and that's where all your help is at. Yeah, man, from the three two five, Kevin. If y'all remember the Lions game, Okuda came up and made tackles all game long. He did, and that was, uh, yeah. that was something we even remembered on on the next day. We were like, "Good God, Okuda." So that's uh, one thing. I, we we went back and watched that final play, Kevin. Yeah. And and I I I was watching long routes, and the Cowboys needed three yards. Did you like the final play call that ended up happening there? I didn't like the decision to even go for it personally. <laughs> I like the I like the fact, I wanted. I wish they would have just took the points, but. Um, I mean, you, we can always debate play calls all day long. I mean, they, they, that's always, always going to be dictated upon what the offensive coordinator is seeing and what, what's being presented defensively. I just wish that it would have been a better decision just to seemingly play the safer route and take the points and give your defense an opportunity uh, to now be aggressive and try to keep it to a three-down you know, three run. I've always been curious, how much do decisions like that get deconstructed in the locker room? Because most of the stuff we've heard is like, Hey, we got to play better. We got to fill the gaps. And like, I understand all of that. But inside the locker room, when media is not around, how much discussion takes place about, hey, do you think we probably should have just kicked the field goal right there? Or does does that happen? Man, it's always going to happen. That happens all throughout the game. (laughs) You know, there's the UFC guys arguing. I mean, shoot, you saw Aaron Rodgers cursing out his head coach about about not really deciding to throw the ball instead of running it. So, I mean, those discussions happen all day, every day. But, you know, obviously, it gets a lot more magnified when it's a game deciding decision. Now, we got the Minnesota Vikings coming up. I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins person, but, man, his connection with Justin Jefferson has been fantastic since the kid got into the league. Where do you put Jefferson uh, right now in the NFL? 
Uh, he's definitely one of the best route runners in the league and playmakers. I, I think he has to be – got to put him in the top five for sure. Um, he's he's oh, just a yeah. dangerous, dangerous dude, man. I mean, he can – he's not somebody that you can – that you can just say, hey, we're just going to play man-to-man. And that's the danger with the, all the weapons that they have offensively is at some point in time, you're either going to play zone the entire day and they'll just run the crap out the ball with, with Dalvin Cook. Mm. Or if you decide to go, okay, now let's go single safety, now you got to deal with putting him on man-to-man. You know, And if you're not man-to-man, and then you're shading your safety over to him, and as soon as you shade your safety over to him to his side, now you got this some dude named Adam Thielen and, and freaking Hawkinson now that you have to worry about as well. So personnel pr- presents a lot of problems. And when people start talking about you know acquisitions to your team and adding assets in the form of more personnel – that's, this is what it does. You know, it's not that the fact that everybody's going to be so dominant. It's just that you have to respect everybody that lines up. When the Minnesota Vikings line up, they're not running a lot of stuff down the field except for with Jefferson. But you have to spread your defense out evenly because you can't lean one way or the other because the other guy will hurt you. Are you surprised at all with that in mind, and especially with it being a home game for Minnesota, that the Cowboys were installed as a slight favorite to start this thing? Man, I don't even get into all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know what they'd be looking at whenever they make these betting lines and all that jazz. But I do know that you know Minnesota matches up very well against the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm looking forward to seeing this our Dallas Cowboys defense bounce back. Um, and I think that they honestly raise their level of play based upon their competition level. And I think that every oh. athlete in the history of Everton has done that. Um, and I think that they underestimated Green Bay last week. They got punched in the mouth. And now you're really going to see the character of this year's team and how they bounce back against the Vikings. Can we use that future term, Everdome. every athlete in the history of Everton? Because I really <laughs> like <is>. that. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's true. It's true. Everybody's had a, everybody who's been on a, been on a, as an athlete and competed has underestimated a competitor. And there's there's always that one game, you know, that you realize, crap, I need to approach every game the same. The I, I, we've talked to you and I've talked a little bit about how Diggs doesn't move in this defense and how they keep him on that one spot because you know multiple yeah. different people have told me different things about you know what the focus is for that. But then last week when Anthony Brown went out, they said, all right. Uh, Diggs, you're going to go cover Lazard. You're going to stick to this guy and try and eliminate him from the game. I, it seems like an exciting, like, oh my gosh, the matchup with Diggs and Jefferson would be an absolute blast to watch. Do you have a feeling that the Cowboys might try and do that again, or do you think they're going to stick to their defense like they typically do? I think they're going to stick to their defense, and I would I would heavily lean towards them sticking with their defense in this particular week. Last week, when you have a receiver that you didn't expect to start going off on you, and now all of a sudden he's having a heck of a game, I would have been more up to say, hey, go shut that dude down. Like, let's just eliminate him altogether because they don't have anywhere else to go. That would have been the game plan for me. But this week, you can't. You absolutely can't because as soon as you start tra- traveling, Trayvon, who else is going to kick your butt? Well, if, especially if Anthony Brown's not playing, you got Adam Thielen who's going to go off. Right, and Thielen's not going off, and then you got Hawkinson that's going to go off. And if you're so concerned with those guys, then you got Cook. And you know, so I mean, it's like this is not the week to travel <laughs> because they can literally move Jefferson all over the place. It's not like he's just an outside receiver; he's in the slot a ton. When you look at cornerbacks, and like I know people love to debate, and it can be an endless thing. Do you think that cornerbacks who do travel like have an inherent advantage in terms of they're the best versus somebody who just stays on the one side of the field? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you have a true, that's why when people start throwing around the term shutdown corner, like you can't be a shutdown corner if you don't have the ability to travel. 
I'm not going to say that you're, you know, like Dallas Cowboys, they don't typically travel their guys. That's a decision by Dan Quinn. That's not an indictment on their personnel. I think Trayvon could travel, but he doesn't. So I can't put him in a category as a shutdown corner because shutdown corners are rebuses. You know, shutdown corners are, are Jalen Ramsey. There's, there's these type of guys that wherever you go, I'm going to be in your hip pocket. You know, I said it. I said it earlier in the Dallas Cowboys uh, podcast. You know, it's like the P man that comes to, to do the drug test every week. Like you want to be in, in, in your dog on a hip pocket. That dude watches you pee. He watch, follows you to the bathroom, to the stall. He gonna be right there with you, right? You need a dog on P man to be to be there on your defensive secondary to sit up there and track this receiver wherever he goes, so he knows he has to deal with you the entire day. And Dix has done a great job in the past against Jefferson. Now he's got to see if it shows up again. That's why the best cornerbacks get hired by the NFL, Kevin. And later right. to, be, to be the P man so that they can make sure those guys are stuck to the entire I, time. I might lie about what my job is to other people. I'd be like, oh, yes, I'm in the drug enforcement agency. And they're like, what? I'm always curious about this, Isaiah, because, like, you know, we got Derek Holland in studio with us. He's played with uh, some great baseball players, and, and Mike's yeah. also played with some great baseball players, too. Who's the best? athlete you've ever seen like on a field you you were like that dude like he could do anything oh man that's a heck of a question Ooh, crap um <laughs> man i don't know there i oof. it's okay we can just I say micah know. we can just say micah yeah and move on i don't <laughs> do yeah let's just, i've never been on the field with micah but yeah let's roll with that for now because i played with some really really good dudes man so that's gonna be hard for me to just pick one for sure yeah no that's always that's always a tough one but i think there's always that one person that you're just like man that that guy i would i put him in any sport and uh and, yeah. uh, and I'd, i'll see what he can do hey man we really appreciate your time thank you very much for hopping on with us and i'm gonna get back at you again man all right man thank y'all for having me on there he goes isaiah Stanbeck right fantastic. there he's awesome I, I think maybe i'll ask him if he can come on next wednesday for a piece of thon and see uh see if we can roll a little bit of that out too Derek, I, would you be okay with that yeah that was incredible great <laughs> insight too and uh, his his words that what was it uh everdom yeah forever dumb and then also the p-man yeah Every athlete i knew exactly what he was talking about everdom so my yeah. my favorite so I'm, i i got my first Maybe my second opportunity to really talk with him out in Oxnard. And I was like, I was just talking football with him. I was like, man, I really enjoyed the way you look at football. But then it was, he was doing the broadcast for CBS on TV during the preseason. And I think it was Ferguson got a catch and turned around and ran over a guy. And his line was, I lift weights for a living. You're not stopping me. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I like this. He's always I mean, he's got good. a line. I like that. He's always got a line. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we power rank the power rankings. Just how far did the Cowboys slide? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Mike is out taking care of his kiddo, doing good work right there. So I will power rank the power rankings this week. Can Would we you power guys rank the power rankings? Well, like, I mean, this is not yeah, just a, you guys will figure it out. The Kevin Hagelin show. Well, here. it needs to be me who runs this because I am the worst at guessing. <laughs> you are. So, so I need to be subbed out You're of this. So bad at that. In place for you guys. All right. Would you guys like to start with team rankings or quarterback rankings? I've never seen you bad at anything as bad as you are at this. And Man. I, so I was able to figure out who Joey's girlfriend was. That was amazing. But I couldn't tell you first try who the number one quarterback was. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Derek, do you want to go team or quarterback rankings? You got to have your microphone. Yeah, no, he turned me off. He's mad at me. Uh, Let's do uh, quarterback rankings. All right. Quarterback rankings. We go to CBS. Derek, as the visitor, you get the first selection. Who is the number one quarterback in all of the lands? Patty Mahomes. That is correct. Is he also easily the favorite for the MVP? That is a side question for y'all. Yeah, because everything I've heard from the morning show and then G-Bag and everybody else, it's, it seems like he's the number one guy. Looks like two is moving up. He's I'm, number two. Yeah. All right. Corey, Patrick Mahomes, number one. Who is number two in all of the lands? It's weird because Josh Allen's really good and lost. And then I think Jalen Hurts lost as well, and therefore they both should go down to like 9 or 10. Joey told me it would happen. But I think a lot of people are high on Jalen still. Are you going Jalen Hurts I'm going to say Jalen Hurts is number two. You know what? You and CBS are equally dumb because that is correct. I'm not dumb. I just know how people think. Oh, okay. I still think I would put Josh Allen too. Let me ask you this. Will Derek get the next one right? No. Who'd you just say was number two? Don't worry about that. That yeah, is listen. that's a bad start. You know what? Yeah, you're gonna pay the punishment <laughs> for not listening. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Number two, you clearly just heard. Who is the number three quarterback <laughs> in all hear. of the lands? Well, I feel like moved him down a little bit, so I'm I'm gonna go with Tua. Tua was not second. Second was Jalen Hurts, so you at least got that part. However, that is incorrect. Two was number six in all of the lands. Do you want me to guess? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, because I, I got it wrong. I don't get two tries. No, he does not. Jalen. That is correct. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen, number three on the list. Thus far, Derek, you've gotten zero of these right. Mm, how does it feel? Mm. Sucks. It stings, and then you eventually get moved to moderator. Wait, I got one right. I got the first one. Yeah, he did get. He did get Jeez, Mahomes, you right? really do hate me. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were paying attention. I am. Wow. Test number it's, two. Now it's Tua. Hold on. You have to wait your turn. It's it is my turn. No, it's not. No, you don't have to wait your turn. But I want to take you back, Derek. <laughs> when we talked about sick. you listening, I wasn't listening. <laughs> when I told you, you were looking right at him. I wasn't paying Tua, attention. <laughs> Was sixth. You know what? Maybe it's just the person who sits in that chair. Sometimes they listen. Sometimes they don't. That is incorrect. Because as I already told you, Tua is number six. I am listening. Now. 
Who is for? And I swear to God, if you say Tua, I might, we might have more headphones up for auction. All right. I'm going to go with, man, you've really, you've really broken his cool. I need the glasses. I'm going to go with Joe Cool. Joe Burrow is correct. Mm. Patrick Mahomes, one. Jalen Hurts, two. Josh Allen, three. Joe Burrow, four. We've established multiple times that Tua is six. Who is number five? On the quarterback list. You know, the balls to say to <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, Geno Smith. Oh, good guess. Geno Smith is number seven. So it was a good guess. It was just a wrong oh, guess. Oh, shoot. I know who I should have guessed. Corey, for the win. Gosh, if you get this correct, you win. If you get it wrong, nobody wins because I cannot oh, award no. the victory. I play the game yeah. still. We don't give out participation trophies? No, we do. Well, Rodgers, I don't think was great. Do you like this quarterback? Yes or no? Yes. No. Unnecessarily like him. I think that is debatable. Lamar Jackson. That is correct. The way he answered that <laughs> told me right. exactly what that he is. Know. That is debatable. <laughs> yes. You took it so personal. I do like Lamar Jackson <laughs> very, very much. That is correct. Now, where is Dak? On this list, he is not in the top seven. So the top seven goes like this. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Very fair. At five, Tua six, Geno Smith seven. Where is Dak Prescott on this list? 11. Do you say over or under? Better or worse than 11? I think worse than 11. But I also think that if he's not in the top 15, that's ridiculous. Number 11 to our discussion earlier is Justin Fields what? per CBS. Number 12, Justin Herbert, Jimmy Garoppolo. Number 14, Daniel Evan Jones. Oh, and then at number 15, the anti-DAC website, as they say, Dak Prescott is 15th. They he should. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's no way in hell that Daniel Jones is better than Dak. Agreed. He won. I don't care. I agree. You're not taking him. He's he's not good. I there. Here's the thing, and anybody out there that wants to argue about Dak, typically, it's fine. And I agree. I like Dak a lot. I I really do. There is something to be said for finishing that drive. And I I know the refs got in the way a part of it. You still got to finish that drive. You have to at some point. And he's done it in the past. He had some game winning drives in his past. You have to show people, I deliver every time. And he did not. And he had multiple opportunities in that game. So I think that's one of the reasons this game specifically, he got bummed down a little bit. You're not going to take him over deck on this team. You wouldn't go out there and be like, all right, I'll trade. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay, then that's all I need. I also agree with that. And somebody said that we missed Derek's line of, I do listen to me. <laughs> that, that was, because that's that was my line. favorite part of that entire conversation. <laughs> I held off. Who is the worst con? Who is the worst quarterback? Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz, I do not believe is qualified on this list. As so they has have to be somebody that's Taylor Heineke at 22. Can he pick it? Uh, Kenny Pickett is 30. Davis Mills. Yes. Davis Mills is 29. Please don't say Jacoby. It's not Jacoby Brissett. 
Yeah, he's a middle. They of the got pack. him up. I'm just making 24. sure. He's moved up. That's good. Zach Wilson is 31, and John Wolford, who has stepped in for Matthew Stafford, is the worst quarterback on the list. All mm. right. Team rankings. Do you want to stick with CBS because you enjoyed that, or go to ESPN? I just want to. I want to read this real quick, Kevin. I'll go to. We'll go to ESPN in just a minute. From the two one four. When I listen to other podcasts and they try to talk Cowboys and Jerry Jones, all I can think is how they don't listen to the fan and don't know what's going on at all. Like seriously, I feel far superior to other people who don't listen to y'all because they don't know their s. And Facts. listening to y'all for real helps. Facts. I like that. And then somebody said, y'all's is stupid. Oh. I mean, I didn't make that list. I was just reading it to Mm -hmm. you. All right. Do you want to go to ESPN for the power rankings or CBS? I said ESPN, Kevin. Were you listening when I... Oh, yeah. Are you listening? I was going to give you both a vote, (laughs) but your vote has now been taken away. So, Corey, we go to ESPN. (laughs) Who is... The I could say list all the teams that are better than the Browns. That'd take too long. Who is oh. the number one team not in dang. the NFL? That was that was a cheap. Shot. Do you want to take this one, Derek? The number one team in the NFL in the NFL will be the Philadelphia Eagles. They are number two. So yeah, got, they always are. Right? They're a number two. That is a good point. Well, be. Who was your number one quarterback? Oh, Patty. I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, especially now that K. Darius Tony is eating people alive. God, he was so wide open. That is correct. The Kansas City Chiefs, number one on the ESPN Power Rankings. Philadelphia Eagles, number two. Derek, you can get right back into this game. Who is the number three team in all of the lands? The Vikings. That is correct. Look at you, buddy. Back, back the in the game. Corey, if you want to keep your momentum going, Don't we've listed the top three. I have the top 32 answers on the board. Name the number four team in the NFL. I This is my new favorite team. And I think they're a blast to watch. We already listed the Eagles. No, I'm not, I would never root for the Eagles. My new favorite team right now, and it's mostly because their head coach is the Miami Dolphins. That is correct. Their head coach is hilarious. Have you seen the audio he of is. him on the sideline talking to Tua? And he's just, he's like, hey, look, man, like, this is this is a good thing. You're not turning the ball over. You've had a good day. He tells him his stats. The leadership that McDaniel has right now is good. And then Tua is, like, talking to boss, and he's like, look, I don't care about all the yards, those three touchdowns. He called them tutties, but, oh, uh, but even that still. that is gross. The rest I like. And I also liked his response when he was like, I asked Justin Fields to stop, and he didn't. <laughs> I thought that was a hilarious response. And, and he's uncoachable, clearly. Uh, <laughs> I love that That's a good point. All right, Derek. You can still stay in this game. Top four on the board so far. Kansas City, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Miami. Who is number five in all of the lands? Man. Tennessee Titans. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> you even, are you even taking this one seriously, Derek? The Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans? But they're winning. <laughs> are number 11. Nope, that didn't work. So, Did you I'm text sorry. Somebody? It can't be the Giants. That is incorrect. Your second guess at the Giants is also incorrect. They are seven. You want to take one more shot? I'm going to give you, I hope this is okay. I'm going to give you one more shot. Man, this is a good music for this. It does feel Mission Impossible. Is it the the Jets? 
The New York Jets are number 10 on the list. I'm doing really good. This is actually really fascinating to me. All right, 11, 10, well, it can't seven. be Buffalo because they've lost two straight. They're not going to... They look like Dookie. It cannot be Buffalo. Number five it on the ESPN bu- list is, in fact, the Buffalo Bills. I want to point out, Derek, I didn't make this list. I'm just letting you know what it says since you forfeited your vote, and that's why we're on the ESPN <laughs> list right now. <laughs> Derek's well, always Well, that's what I was he- voting for anyway. Yeah. Corey... If you get number six correct, this game is over and you will be victorious. If I don't, if you I don't, get a chance. Then we, the, it keeps going? Yes, if, I get a chance. If you don't, I will reveal the name of Joey's girlfriend on air. Oh! I won't do that. Why would Houston I do Texans. that? That I'm not. That is incorrect. You lose the game. Baltimore Ravens. That is correct! Oh, oh my God! Oh, God. Oh, God. They've won three now in a we row. Can't, we'll never know Joey's girlfriend. Baltimore Ravens is correct. Where would you put the Cowboys in the power rankings? Last week, they were fifth. Where would you put them now? Ten. Nine. That is also correct. Let's go! Nice. I just, good job, Derek. You did. He freaked out. That's awesome. That's that is correct. Place. Where would you put back in this game? the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> Or you can tell me who's the worst team in all of football. I'm going to say 26. Okay. 22. Correct answer is 23 Mm. for the Cleveland Browns. Mm. And who is the worst team in all of football? Is it the Raiders? The Raiders are the second worst team in all of football at 31. Corey, to steal the game back, who is the worst because of the rules I made up? Who is the worst team in all of football? I'm trying to think of all the bad teams right now. Can I just look at the standings real quick? No, you may not. Derek, Uh, you have five seconds. Texans. Texans. That is correct! I was going to go with the Texans. That's awesome. Good job. The Houston Texans are the worst team in all the lands. Gentlemen, thank you for playing the game. So I did not have to Mm -hmm. because I would definitely lose. I'm better. In this case, congratulations, Derek. You are better than me. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105 Through the Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now, courtesy of DNM Leasing. It is time for a chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Should I wax my taint? Outstanding, Higgy. <laughs> Dealing with that, pretty much. Yeah. Big bet payoff coming on Friday. I think you yeah. should. I'm going on record. That's our As conversation. What part of the body that's should, pre-show meeting right should there. get waxed? Because right uh-huh. now, I think it's going to be the back. Uh, right. But Corey has put me in contact with the lady that did indeed wax his area. Melissa? Of, uh, yes, Melissa. And she first <laughs> she knew exactly who Corey was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because she got up sure. close and personal with the taintage. Now... I think you were there for that. I was. You, did you at, see it oh, too? Wow. No, I specifically stopped <laughs> before the modesty curtain. Gotcha. Because yeah, I was right. not here for all of that. But as you're out in the dating world, I think the more that you get waxed, the better your experience. I mean, you be. guys know I'll do anything for the show. Mm-hmm. And it sounds painful. And she said that that would be the most painful. It area. is painful. Yeah. It is absolutely painful. It was not. Shouldn't have picked the lions. 
I picked the damn Bears. Oh, the I should have picked the Lions <laughs> is what I should have done. And I was feeling so good as Justin Fields was running his ass all over them, and then he decides to throw an interception Pick to six. Jeffrey Akuda. Yeah. The Lions had a 5% chance to win that game at the start of the fourth Don't quarter. Don't remind me. And now I have to wax myself. Kevin has had his chest waxed. Yeah, that was not my favorite. And I remember at the time DJ was our producer and the first two, I was like, okay, this hurts, but it'll be okay. And then the third one, DJ described, does it sound like an old pair of jeans being ripped? <laughs> and I, I yelled out, oh, bitch. And I was like, not you, the pain, the pain. So I, I, still, had, I still had the wherewithal yeah, to know audio. I'm not calling you that. Just this really, really hurts. And so I got lulled into a false sense of waxing security. And I was like, I'm going to be okay. And then that third one just about knocked me to the ground. Was your experience similar to mine where it was like the the seven to ten days post-wax was borderline just as miserable because it was stinging and like, it like felt, red and burning? She got the back, too. She was like, I'm, we'll just start off with the back. And I was like, all right, then. And it was all right. And then, but yeah, then that other area, it did, I did start to feel like phantom hair. You know, like I felt like hair should have been oh. there in those spots. And I was yeah. like, this is, it feels like it should be here. Did you go it's jump like, in a swimming pool right after and just feel all weird? Yeah, I did feel weird. No, I don't, I didn't have, but we did go but. on vacation and we got in the water. And that's whenever I was like, oh, this is very, very weird. So yeah, no, it was, uh, it did feel the phantom thing was a reality. And then whenever it got to the point where it started to protrude, is that the word? Yeah. Protrude. The hair started coming out. Yeah. The protuberance. It started itching like that's whenever and yes, she and i don't want the itch yeah she was like you might want to come back and get another one done and i was like i'm not doing like, that you have another chance next week pick somebody else back Yay. <laughs> can't wait she said wear your best crop top yeah should oh, we man. chart this thing out and so should we make a schedule like almost like a kind of a hangman sort of deal is the next spot that you'll get waxed is this the next time you lose in your survivor like pool this. and everything like that I like the it one in bleeping done kevin we'll have her on retainer yeah, just bring yeah. her back depending on how you do every couple of weeks hopefully not that often i was i can't tell you how excited i was spittle texted me and was like hey didn't y'all get a wax done and i was like yeah i was so excited to get like to reach out and be like hey because she's fun to talk to for one and then on top of that, yeah. like she does, she has quality work, uh, and so and now that I know that it's you that's yeah. getting it, like it's even more exciting. I, yes, I just thought of a whole new thing. I don't know her relationship status, but what if you fell in love with the waxer, or she fell in love with you because of how vulnerable you're being? It is, you are very vulnerable when some because Corey was married, say it. so that was no go. <laughs> yeah. But you are not. I caught that. Very put an R in there. <laughs> That's why women fall in love with you because you're vulnerable. I don't know. I don't. I okay. found. I found the no, one. I just had a follow up question. I found the one that could accept me. Yeah. Well, she did text me when I said we're probably going to do the bag. She said, even though it is sweater weather, I got your back. Oh my god. She's got jokes. Oh man. I'm seeing the sparks already. I am. I love am connection here. Yeah. Let's, let's focus on okay. the fact that this well, is a professional relationship okay. first. All on right? our professional radio show, <laughs> Derek Collins <laughs> and Corey were debating the merits of would you take Justin Fields over Dak Prescott? And I had a not, chance. I did not know that would be a conversation we were going to have. Yeah, I I would take Fields, uh, and I think I made it pretty clear 
the year that Dak got injured. I was like, all right, let's go ahead and tank the rest of this season and let's get one of these quarterbacks. I thought you were out on the Trevor Lawrence thing, and I decided through multiple researches of, hey, I think Fields is the better option. That's the guy that I would want. That was a Parsons draft, right? Yep. And wow. Oh, is that the Parsons draft? It is. Oh, well. That's... Yeah, because you traded with the Bears. They came and got your spot at 10. You went to their spot at 12. I'm going to leave that out of the picture. Uh, then at that point, like I, I, I was at that moment focusing on, I don't want a quarterback. I don't want to have to sign Dak for $40 million. Yeah. That's the I thing about it. A, I want a quarterback. Yeah. That's the thing you kind of look at. You could have said, you know, this might've been the one organization that says we're not going to pay a quarterback $40 million. We're they just going to move on. You know, most of these teams have general managers that are trying to pay their lake houses off. They have to try and draft yeah. and find quarterbacks and stuff like that. And so they have to move up in the draft and, and do things. But yeah, that was the draft. Uh, you know, he's throwing the ball so much better now than he has. I mean, it really is. It, it's remarkable how much better he's. And and the, the fact that his ability just to move, yep, it's just it's devastating to watch. You know, teams have to deal with that. He's I mean, the, they're not winning the games now, but they're scoring a lot of points. They got to figure that defense out there. For so sure. you see some op- reason for optimism for the Bears when well, as the season was going along. The yeah, Bears are bad. I thought the Eagles' first loss was going to be to the Bears before the Dallas game. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking if, if Philadelphia gets beat, it's going to get beat because this guy's going to run around and make a ton of plays and they're not going to be able to handle it. But, you know, maybe they'll lose. Maybe the Eagles will lose to the Bears in, in this week. But I, I just feel like the Bears watching them play is getting better and better each week. Again, that Matt Eberflus needs to figure that defense out, and he mm-hmm. will. I think you need to be able to do both, and maybe Justin Fields will have, like, a Jalen Hurts-type ascension, but I'm not going to bet on it, you know? I, I think you – you need a quarterback that can run and pass, and I'm just not impressed enough in Fields' passing ability to think that he's going to be a, a you know a long term type of franchise quarterback. I think Dak's still you know well above that threshold. One of the things I'm kind of concerned with is, and I think it may be still the fact that I think the Bears' offensive line stinks, but it's I don't want a guy to at, at some point just be like I don't know any other option than to take off running and that's where I feel like he is right now and if he can settle in the pocket a little more I think you'll start to see you're seeing more comfort for one yeah, yeah maybe that comes what, when he gets weapons yeah I think you know, when I he, could, whenever that happens it'll change I think he's like Aaron Rodgers back there a lot of times you know of course not against the Cowboys but against all the other teams where he's like crap there's nobody to throw to um you know I I I'd, I, it'd be interesting, you know, once you get a player. But typically, if in your second year you're going back and there's just like nothing, you know, and you don't have trust in your ability to find something, yeah. I, I don't know. That that would be a, a now. I am I am up for the discussion on Dak for other players. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't think Dak hung the moon at quarterback or anything like that. I just think Fields would be a not non starter for me. Did you enjoy the roller coaster that was the Mavs game, or did you just oh, prefer God. that Luca three and then the first half? I kind of started watching the stars, you know, slipping back yeah. and forth watching uh, the stars a, in, in Tampa, and it was, and they got the shorty there, you know, to tie the game. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, oh, Dallas is just one one shot away from stealing one tonight. But yeah, yeah, I, I I flipped. It was like a twenty-five point lead, and it then was. I flipped back, and, and then at halftime it was, was six. Tw- yeah, well, it was sixty-seven, sixty-five, and I go, what just happened? Yeah, you know, one of those things. So yeah, these these games are not fun to watch at the end. It's getting sure. too old. It's getting too old to be fun. You know, against yeah. Portland the other night, it was like sweet. Dinwiddie made a bunch of threes, mm-hmm. but threes bailed you out. Last night it's Bullock with two, and then Luca with one, and threes really bailed you out from kicking the game away. And it's very frustrating. You know, it, it feels like year two for Luca all over again, where they just can't hold a lead for nothing. It might be worse than that actually. 
Did you guys feel like Batum? You're like, please, somebody, all oh, five guys run to him on that final. You know what? And they when they missed that free throw, did you see what happened? They were they were talking about the play. The Co- Covington. Yeah, Covington. Yes. They said, he's really good coming behind. Luca wasn't even paying attention. Luca was like looking around. Thank goodness he hits the ball out of bounds. Covington went diving for the ball. And I'm thinking, oh my God, they just talked about this. You know, and he, yeah. he misplayed the ball. But it was kind of Luca was looking to his left hey. like, what just happened? It's all about the Bang Bros last night. What? Bang Bros. Reggie and what? Dodo. What? Oh. They're the Bang Bros. I like it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bros. Sorry. There's been a very like uh, significant storyline about, about a stadium being stadium rights. And so that's where I Oh, yeah. Yeah. And With then Miami Lu- Heat. Sensitive time. Luca, Maxi, and McGee are all out for tonight's game against Houston. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking, Hagee. Uh, we will have Bobby Carella, Mavs Insider, coming up at 4 o'clock. But, of course, everything that's been breaking and Cowboys back to practice here out of the gates at 2. All right. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Derek. Don't forget, people, 60feet6.org. Get on it. If you want to check out more information about his charity. And he will be here next week for Peace-a-thon. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say, that's fancy. That is Fonzie. Say goodbye, Kevin. (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.